1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On the Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 105.9 The Region, and welcome to On The Market. This is York Region's exclusive radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host and real estate expert is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties. Good morning, Asif. Good morning, Tina. Let's start with a couple of headlines from earlier this week. First, the Bank of Canada kept its benchmark interest rate unchanged at 1.75%. Now, as we know, the bank rates affect the rate consumers get from the banks. And this was good news for consumers, don't you think? That was really good news. And it all goes with consumer confidence. We've been talking about this all year. And it's great to see the consumer confidence uh, being at the level that it's at right now. We've seen a lot of... uh, you know, good vibes and, and momentum over the last six months, even though November is a little bit quiet, which we'll get into. But th- everyone expected the benchmark rate to uh, be increased by about a quarter point. And for the, the Bank of Canada to recognize that this is not the time to interfere with the market, this was great news, especially after all the negativity with the GM announcement and and uh, everything that happened over the last week or 10 days this is a, a welcome change or, or surprise uh, that the rate wasn't changed. So that's great. So that was a good news headlines. Well, also this week, the numbers for the month of November rose 3.5%. That means the Toronto area home prices rose last month um, from an average of about a year ago to $788,345. What about here in York Region? The the York Region average price is actually even better. So uh, in York Region, the average price right now is $917,008. So that's, if you think about during the hot market, late 2016, early 2017, we were, we we're just over a million dollars on average. Now take into consideration the number of condos we're selling too. That affects the average price. So it doesn't necessarily mean the price in York region is falling. It just means our mix is changing and it it really shows. And the strength of the York region market came through again. So York region has really rebounded over the last six months or so. If you look at the number of units sold, Toronto, the real estate board was down 14.7% as a whole. York region was down as well, but only 6.7%. So you feel that momentum coming back into the region and, and, you know, as we get more sales, we're going to start to see the average price continue to increase. And for your, for Toronto Real Estate Board, for the average price to increase three and a half percent, that's a pretty healthy increase. It's, it's not a double digit increase or anything like that, but it's what we're used to, the three, four percent. And, and so we're back to a pretty normal market. And what types of properties are we looking at? Is it a condo? Is it a semi? Is it a detached? Uh, a new home sale? What exactly is being sold out there? There's a lot of talk around detached homes falling and, and sales falling, but detached homes made for 43% of the total sales on the Toronto Real Estate Board. And get this, condo sales, which normally were around 15%, 12%, they made up for 29% of sales on the Toronto Real Estate Board. So they've they've taken over second place. They've taken a bite out of the semis and the townhomes. So semis accounted for 9.3% and townhomes uh, accounted for 8.9%. So it's, uh, you know, detached is still staying strong. 
they've lost a little bit of momentum and condos just continue to rise. And it no seems pretty, yeah. yeah. And it seems pretty obvious why uh, condo sales are on the rise. It is. It's affordability. Affordability. And and this is the price point that people can get into the four to five hundred thousand dollar price point. And you know later on, sure, we're going to have uh, you know Heather talk about the affordability in York Region and how there's still a lot of areas. So if you're if you're listening and you're looking for a property in York Region, you think you can't afford it. You may have a surprise coming to you. Going back to our condo sales, the increase in the number of condos being sold, it's about affordability, as you suggested. But is that a good investment? You know, because you're spending a lot of money for a really small square footage, don't you think? It is. But you know what, Tina? It's also about lifestyle choice. And if you think about the millennials and and even some of the seniors they they're they're choosing condos for a lifestyle choice, not necessarily just price point. Less maintenance, you know. People are traveling more. They're working more. Uh, they they want you know more out of life in, instead of just you know having to pay a large mortgage and maintain the property. So so you've got people that have a cottage now and they're there on the weekends. They don't necessarily want to stay home and mow the lawn or, or fertilize the grass. They, you've got people that have choices now. And it's just a, a condo space is not only for affordability. It's also a lifestyle choice. Everything's enclosed. You've got your gym in there. You've got room for guests if you want uh, you know them to come stay over. There's guest suites in a lot of buildings. There's so much in condo buildings now. It's not like the condo buildings back in the day where you get your 1200 square feet and that's about it. Sometimes you have a gym, sometimes you have a party room, but now you've got, it's, it's all encompassing. You've got everything right in the building. And again, it's more of a lifestyle choice now. And in terms of going back to our numbers, are there hot, hot areas here in York region that um, seem to be where all the action is right now? In the, when you look at the hot areas, you, you start to see Markham, Richmond Hill, Vaughan rebounding from, you know, a, a slower start. Uh, as far as slower areas, you've got Stouffville, East Gwillimbury, Georgina. They continue to be, you know, a, a step behind some of the bigger ones. But, you know, Markham, Richmond Hill and Vaughan have, have come back really strong and have, uh, you know, condos obviously play a huge role in that. If you think about a third of the properties selling are condos. Markham, Richmond Hill, and Vaughan lead the way in York Region for condos. And is Markham still one of those areas that you would encourage um, our listeners to invest in? Because, you know, as we know, we've heard that uh, the plans for the university are in a bit of a hold or a pause. And we've talked a lot about this show about investing in those condos along that Highway 7 stretch. Would you still encourage our listeners to do that? I would. And, you know, being a Markham boy, it's a, it's a bit of a biased decision, but it's also a, an educated uh, guess because Markham is, is one of those areas that, you know, they have the top ranked schools. They have a lot of amenities. They continue to grow. It's one of the most diverse cities in Canada, not only York region, but you have a lot of attention on it. You have a lot of people moving not only from within the region or from within the city, but from all over the world to Markham. And so that continues to be a solid investment. Rents continue to go up. There's not a lot of great inventory in Markham itself. So you're going to start to see prices climb, and, and that's what you want. And what do you see going forward? We're approaching the end of 2018. How are we looking in terms of you know sales for December and then into early 2019? 
We're predicting December to be relatively the same as long as the weather holds up the way it has been, relatively the same as last December. Now, for and what the does year that mean? Whole, uh, about four to five thousand sales and and units sold. This is for all of Toronto. When you look at the entire year, it's it wasn't a great year for the Toronto Real Estate Board. As good as the last five or six months have been, November was the first decline in number of sales uh, over since over the last six months. So we had five months of consistent increases, which took a bite out of the def- the deficit that we had, which was created in the first five months. Because it was such a slow start to the year. It, it was a very slow start. We didn't have an early uh, spring market. We didn't have a spring or summer market at all. We started to get uh, going in June. So if you consider how the year went, the numbers don't look as bad as they did at the beginning of the year. But when you compare the entire year to last year, last year was a bit of a quiet year with 93,000 sales on the Toronto Real Estate Board. Right now, we're sitting just over 73,000. So that's a huge chunk missing out of our sales. Traditionally, we're used to seeing 92, 93, 97,000 sales. So that's a lot of people that were on the fence. That's a lot of people that may not have qualified for their mortgage under the, the new stress test rules. So there's a lot of pent-up demand out there. These people just didn't decide overnight that, hey, homeownership's not for me. They're going to be back. They're going to get back into the market next year. And that's going to help us with you know our sales for next year. So Next year, you're going to start to see numbers come out and they're going to be a lot higher than what we saw this year. And so, you know, people are going to say how hot the real estate market is. But if you compare it to where it should be, we're going to be on par with that. So we're predicting about 92, 93,000 sales next year, which is going to be a normal year. Okay. Time for our first break here on On the Market. When we come back, selling or renting your home on social media. Stay with us. You're listening to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On The Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Asif, our focus next is how Facebook is a place to search for affordable homes in York Region, including rentals. Joining us next to talk about this is Heather Cooper from Remax Prime Properties. Good morning, Heather. Good morning, Tina. Good morning, Heather. We've heard a lot about how Facebook Marketplace and and Facebook in general are replacing Google as the go-to site for searches. And we've seen this with not only with cars and things that people want to sell around their house, but now houses. Yes, that's true. Now, we've uh, we've also, there's a discrepancy uh, between what people think is affordable and what the actual price is. So we've seen a lot of people turn away from York Region Durham region because they don't think it's affordable anymore for them. And Heather, you've created some sites that are educating people with what they can afford and and showing them that they can live in York region. That's right. I think you guys have talked about before where you, you know, buyers are on the fence, but I don't think it's just that they're on the fence. I think part of it is they just, they're discouraged. They feel they can't actually get into the market. So and a lot of the times when we're talking to people and we say, you know, they say they're looking for a house and we say, well, where are you looking? 
Markham, Richmond Hill, Vaughn, and they say, oh, no, I can't afford that. But that's not specifically uh, the case for them because they don't really understand that there are places they can buy. They think of the average price being a million dollars or $913,000 or, you know, where it's at right now. And they think, I can't afford that. But they don't seem to understand that that's an average and they can still get into the market for four hundred or 500000 which is great that you're educating buyers with this. Uh, maybe you can talk a little bit more in specific about these pages and, and what the price points could be. So what I've done is I've set up different pages for specific areas. We've got York Region, Durham Region, and Toronto. It's called Affordable Housing Toronto, Durham and York Region. And basically what I've done is I, I've handpicked a list of different affordable properties within the area. And they have options. It's not just condos that they need to get into. They've got, you know, stacked townhouses or something that are, are, are being built in Markham and Richmond Hill. Now with these pages, so... There are three separate pages? That's right. There's three different pages. We've got Affordable Housing York Region, Affordable Housing Durham Region, and Affordable Housing Toronto. That's awesome. Now, what can people expect when they go to these places, when they go to these pages on Facebook? So they're going to go to these pages, and like I said, they're going to see different different searches that I have put together for them. So, for example, one would be properties under 500000 and that could include different things, townhomes, and that, that's something that when you're thinking about properties in your region, you you don't really get that vibe from people is, you know, there are, are there properties under 500,000 and what are those options available to me? Because we, we don't want people leaving the region or not considering the region just because of hearsay and, and what they perceive as the value in the area. This is going to educate them further to say, yes, there are. And Heather, this is a free service? It's free, that's right. So what exactly do, okay, I'm going to be that average person. I don't know where to begin my search. I'm on my my laptop and I type in what? Affordable housing, York Region. Okay, and then I'll go to this page and it'll be um, a list of homes or would it? do I type in, I'm looking for a townhome and I want to spend between five and six. Is that what I'm doing? So there's predefined searches that have already been Great. implemented on the site. But once you get on there and once you click it, then you can customize it how you'd like in terms of location, bedrooms, bathrooms, things like that. But like I said, I've gone through and I've handpicked these properties. These properties are great value. I think they're great for those millennials that are trying to get into the market. And it's not just properties that are under 500000 So let's say you've got a family who's been living in a condo, a two-bedroom condo. They have a baby. They have another one on the way. They have other options. So instead of going into a detached home in York Region, let's say they get into a townhouse. They've got these luxury townhomes going up, and they're beautiful. You've got four bedrooms, four bathrooms, double garage, lots of parking, everything you would find in a detached home, but you're going to be saving, you know, one or $200,000. So this is great because you, you've taken the work out of someone going on to Realtor.ca and putting all their search criteria in and having to weed through hundreds of properties. So this way they're just specifically getting the area that they're looking for and the work has been done for them. The work has been done and these it's updated daily. So they're going to go on. So if something's new to the market, they're going to go on and they're going to see these properties. Because, for example, you can get a three-bedroom condo in York Region for under 500000 but they don't last long. 
And I think what Heather is bringing to the table as well, and us, if you could confirm this, is that, you know, you're bringing this expertise because I think a lot of us will go online and think we can do it on their on our own, and we really shouldn't or can't. <laughs> well, uh, and and it's. Uh you know, we've talked about this before as well, is that there is so much information available on the Internet. And that's yes. the great thing about the Internet. But the bad thing about the Internet is that there's so much information available on the Internet. And the the gap is where you've got all this information and you're trying to decipher it. You're trying to, you know, uh, get to that informed decision. And that gap is where the realtor comes in because they're providing you with their expertise, their market knowledge. They've been in the industry and and they know what's happening out there. So rather than you just take that information and make your own conclusion, it's very similar to having a toothache and, and going online and trying to figure out what's wrong. And all of a sudden you think you need to chop your arm off. Well, that's not necessarily the case. It's that information is there. How do you decipher that information and and get to that informed decision. That's where the realtor comes in. And with pages like this, it sounds like they've done that informa- uh, that information cleansing and coming up with what you need to make that decision. And how often would you suggest that a buyer be checking into these pages? They could go on daily. People log into their Facebook how many times per day. Just go in, see what's new. Stuff is updated, you know, throughout the day. And there are multiple listings there, right? There's multiple listings and different criteria too, right? So it's not just here's a slew of everything that came out today. It's it's very specific. specific. It's very specific information that's going out. So, for example, we will do rentals. We, we will put rentals out there and I'll say these are some of the best rentals in York region. And what what... Uh, constitute one of the best rentals in York region. What is that criteria for you as a professional? So basically when I'm searching for properties, price point, if something is of good value, that is definitely one location. So if something is close to one of the top rated schools, that's one that I'm going to pick for sure. If they've got children, things like that, close to the highway. And I think you made this point earlier, whereas, you know, when we're on the Internet, there is so much information coming at you, coming at you. And it's really tough to decipher it sometimes. And here the work has already been done for you. It really is. And and makes it a lot easier for people to shop for a home. And one more time, remind uh, our listeners where they can go to for these for this site. So when you're on Facebook, just type in the search affordable housing, York region affordable housing Durham region, or if you're in Toronto, affordable housing Toronto. Thanks, Heather. Thanks, Tina. When we come back, we get to your real estate questions. And just a reminder, if you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com and click on On the Market. You're listening to 1059 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties. Time now for our listener questions. All set, Asif? I am. Okay, the first one comes from Mary in Richmond Hill. She's planning to list her home in the spring, and she's concerned that her real estate agent, also a family friend, ooh, that could be tough, (laughs) is a bit old school and doesn't use social media to promote properties. Do you think this will affect the time it takes her home to sell? 
Is social media a valuable tool for agents to showcase their property? Well, we talked a bit about this already in the show. We did. And Mary, uh, your real estate agent will have a lot of tools in their arsenal to be able to successfully market your home. So it's not necessarily that you need one specific tool or, or one specific avenue to get that attention to your home. I'm sure if your agent is experienced and has been in for a while, they will have tried and, and proven methods that they use to get homes sold. So social media is a great tool and it does help people promote their properties. It helps eyeballs. However, it's not the only way to sell properties. So again, have that conversation with your realtor. Make sure that uh, you're comfortable with the ways that they're promoting it. But again, if they have a great track record and if they've sold properties in the area before, they're going to know which ways to communicate with the consumers to get eyeballs to your property. And so what are some of those methods so that as a seller, you feel a bit more comfortable and confident in your agent? And you don't want to give away all the the secrets here, but, you know, what are some of those tools that that way Mary can feel more comfortable that she feels like, hey, someone is actually being proactive here, even though she doesn't see it on social media? There's there's so many. I mean, some people are still using print media. Some people will do flyers, open houses. So there's there's a lot of ways. I mean, the sign in front of your house is probably one of the, the main things because it creates awareness. You've got, uh, you know, word of mouth. It doesn't have to be social media. If this person has uh, a vast uh, group that he can email out to or she can email out to or text or, or get the message across to other people, that's what you need. It's it's all about awareness. So rather than just have one type or two types of different ways, we're using a lot more these days. So it's uh, it's using all sorts of media to communicate that this house is available and on the market. And do you think she can have the conversation with her agent about, you know what, I really want to see my property on various social media platforms, whether it's Instagram or Facebook or or anything else out there on Twitter. Do you think she should have the conversation? For sure. I mean, the marketing plan is always a point of discussion during the listing presentation, and you'll know exactly where your home is being marketed and, you know, how many how many viewings it has through there. You're going to have web exposure because you're going to be on Realtor.ca. You're going to be on the agent's websites. And that's going to, you know, push its way through to some social media channels as well. And once the home is listed, when should Mary expect to see some kind of reaction? Because if she doesn't, then I guess she knows at that point, well, this isn't working. Our general rule of thumb is, you know, within the first 10 days, if you have 10 showings, you should get an offer. Now, Houses are very specific as well. You know, there's different areas. You could be on a golf course and it's a very specific type of clientele. If you're priced over a million dollars, now you've reduced the number of people that may be able to afford those houses because you need at least 20% down for a million dollar home. So it's, it's very different. But generally, the average days on market in New York region right now is 30 days. So within 30 days, Typically, the average home will sell. Okay. Our next question comes from Julian Markham. They plan to look for a larger home to accommodate not only their growing family, but also their extended family. Is a new subdivision her only option for a five-bedroom home, or are there areas in Markham you can recommend that she can begin her search? Good question. Great question. There's there's many areas in Markham that you can find a five-bedroom home, and, and a lot of the older subdivisions do have the five-bedroom homes. So, you know, just, to, just off the top of my head, uh, 
Angus Glen, Raymerville, Manhattan. Uh, you've got so many different areas there that have the larger 3,000 square foot homes, uh, five bedrooms. Sometimes there's, you know, four bedrooms, maybe two or three in the basement. So you have a lot of options. So maybe the, the basement, uh, with a couple of bedrooms and a kitchen might be an option because you said extended family so they can have their own space. And a lot of these areas have walkout basements. So it's not like it's a, an underground basement. There's a lot of light coming through. So there's different options that you have that, you know, we'd love to discuss. And also, are you seeing this more and more from your own clientele, whereas either they want, you know, they're downsizing or smart sizing into a condo situation, or they want these larger homes and larger properties because it is about extended family. In Especially in New York region, we're starting to see a lot of the extended families moving in together. And if you think about the demographics, I mean, they... they a lot of these people have been brought up with having their parents and their grandparents in the home. So it's not uncommon anymore for a larger family to live together. And that's why you're starting to see more people renovate their basements instead of into entertainment areas. You're starting to see them put in in-law suites or, you know, a full unit down there that uh, has a laundry, a kitchen, a couple of bedrooms, a family room, a living room. So you're starting to see space used that way now. And just before we wrap up this week's show, you know, we're heading into the end of the year, you know, usually a slowdown in the real estate market. Are there things that folks should be doing right now to their homes to prepare to sell in the new year, in the spring? It's a great time. I mean, during the holidays is a great time for people to prepare. So right after the festivities are done, you have that week in between Christmas and New Year's where a lot of people will prepare their homes. So, you know, they'll get it painted. Usually over the holidays, their homes are decorated and all done up before that. But if there's little things to do, that's the week that people get it done because you want to get the jump on the spring market. You want to be on the market mid-January to late January to get that jump so that you're not competing with all of your neighbors that will come up at the end of February or at the beginning of March. So a lot of people will get their homes ready, you know, that week in between and you'll start to see for sale signs go up, say, January 15th. That's early. Wow. Uh, that's our show for this week, Asif. Thank you. Thank you, Tina. Remember, if you need to connect with Asif Khan or if you missed any part of On the Market, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.